Welcome to the Scale Up Wallet podcast. We're bringing the best of the best to help you scale your business from 1 million to 1 trillion. Today, we have a very special guest. His name is Raul Kapai, uh, founder at KPI Finity, and also agile delivery consultant, uh, technology plus innovation lab at Enbridge. Raul, welcome to the show. Good morning, Mike. Uh, it's great to be on the Scale of Valley podcast, and thank you for inviting me over. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Likewise. And uh, yeah, let, let us know a little bit more about uh, who is Raul Kapai. Uh, Absolutely. So I'll give you my introduction. So I'm Raul Kapai. So like you said, founder, uh, founder of uh, a uh, company named Cape Affinity. Uh, it's a consulting and training company based out of Calgary, Canada. Uh, we provide consulting services to the organization in the area of agile delivery, uh, UX and design thinking. Uh, we also conduct public trainings uh, on, on agile as well. So just to give you a brief history of, uh, of my career, uh, I started my career back in uh, to year 2009, right after the 2008 financial crisis. So over the over the last 10, 11 years, uh, I've worked as a support specialist, developer, QA, BA, team lead, project manager, uh, scrum master, coach. So so basically, uh, every role you can think of in an in an ID organization. Uh, so that's my history and, and also what I'm currently doing. So my current cons consulting assignment is with Enbridge. Uh, those of you who don't know about Enbridge, Enbridge operates the world's largest crude oil and liquid transportation system and also Canada's largest natural gas distribution provider. So I'm working uh, in their innovation and innovation and technology lab uh, as, a, as a consultant uh, and working with them on delivering some very innovative uh, digital products for their, for their business. That's, that's great. Thanks Raul for the introduction and, and just complimenting on, on the size of scale and the, and the scale the, and the amount of scale of threshold of scale of Enbridge. It's 12,000 employees uh, and 35 billion plus according to the global Fortune 500 uh, ranking uh, information. And uh, That's right. you, you have just uh, mentioned some of the roles that you have been um, uh, working on during your career. And there is always some questions, even uh, myself who asked you when we were preparing this show. And let's start there before getting to the critical ingredients to, um, to scale, which Absolutely. is the first one. And let's go for, for, for uh, uh, just introduction for them is like myself, uh, difference between Scrum Master and Agile Coach. Uh, Scrum Master and Agile Coach. Uh, so Scrum Master helps you uh, do Agile uh, focus more on the practices. Uh, just to give you an example, so uh, most of us already know this. In Scrum, when you talk about Scrum, uh, the first thing that comes to your mind is daily stand-up, right? Uh, so daily stand-up is when the team gets together, they talk about oh, what they have done yesterday or what they're planning to do today and any, any impediments or blockers. So Scrum Master helps fa facilitate that meeting, uh, let's say, and, and so helping people to do agile. And a coach is someone who help people to be agile. So from doing agile to being agile. So that journey starts starts at point A to point B and the coach helps you to move from A to B. So th there could be an instances and, and I'm sure there are so many out there. A scrum master is also a coach. Mm -hmm. So 
it's it's you're also coaching the team to move uh, towards right. being agile right. so and, and you don't solve their problems you help you 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 support the team you empower the team in a way that that they they themselves own it they themselves find the solutions to their problem so that's where the coach comes in uh, it's just like any other coach in 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 a, in, a, right. in in sports, right? You don't go and play, Correct. right? Correct. You stay outside. Correct. You provide, yeah. So exactly the same same applies to the coach here as well. You don't you don't go and play on the field, but you provide them with everything that they need. That's that's a great definition. And and the second one nowadays uh, with COVID nineteen, digital transformation is accelerating. And oh yeah. Some, and something that you are working a lot is on agile transformation. What is the difference between digital transformation and agile transformation? Great, great question. Uh, uh, so when we think of agile, so agile transformation or agile transforms the way you think about your work. And digital transformation uh, transforms the way you do your work. Uh, you see the difference? So, so it's- Could you repeat a, again I, so the audience can follow you? Sure, I can. I can do it again. So agile transforms the way you think about your work. Yeah. And digital transforms the way you do your work. Maybe. So Maybe. agile really starts at the mindset, right? How you look at your work. Uh, so, I mean, we can go into the details, but but it's mainly how you start, how you start looking at your work. You start thinking about your customer first, right? Whatever the work you're going to, going to execute or deliver, you keep your customer uh, in front and this will basically change it instead of using maybe excel sheets now you're using some fancy software that makes it easier to, to deliver that work absolutely absolutely and and final question before we we go to the ingredients sure. which is uh, what are some of the most important agile principles for the ones who don't know uh, too much agile uh, sure. So there are uh, there are twelve principles in in the manifesto for agile development, and it's um, it's not just limited to software development anymore. Uh, so one of the principles that that honestly I, I love it. It's called uh, it's a principle number ten. It's the simplicity. So simplicity, the maximizing the amount of work not done, is very essential. So when you think about it, you can basically apply that in your lives day in and day out, and especially in the condition that we are in, in COVID, uh, it is a pandemic. So how can you simplify your life so that you, uh, you only do the work that's really, really essential, very, very important, and cut down on the work that's not really essential? That's, that's great, great definition. And that's a very good way of starting to our first critical ingredient to scale. Just repeating the three, number one, radical focus, number two, world-class leadership, and number mm -hmm. three, a culture of execution. And radical focus is all about this. So how can we make things that are complex, how to scale a company from one B to one tree, or from one million to one billion, or from one million to 100 million, and make it simple, make the principle simple and the focus simple and clear, understood by um, everyone. And th something that I love uh, about the way you see your projects and the way you apply your the child methodology is about starting small and fail fast. So how this kind of methodology can help us during COVID-19 uh, crisis to assure even more radical focus because the temptation when we are in a crisis is to start doing too much and creating even more complexity. And what we need in a crisis 
is simplicity because the context is already too much complex. So right. uh, how can we apply Agile to help us uh, get better uh, with radical focus during COVID-19 crisis? So, so yes, I mean, focus is always important, whether whether it's a crisis or not. If you're not focused as an organization or as an individual, you're going to struggle. And uh, like you mentioned, uh, uh, it's COVID-19, it's a pandemic, and we the world is already too much, there's already too much complexity, right? And uh, and we don't want to add more to it. We really want to, we really want to make things simple for for everyone. Uh, for whether it's uh, it's your personal life, your professional life, your work, your business, you want to keep things very very simple. So how you bring that uh, focus into into this that you don't get distracted with the things that are happening around you, it's 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 very challenging and it's totally normal to get distracted. Uh, I mean there. Uh, if you if you go online or you, on your phone, there are news that's coming in, and you get distracted. You start thinking about it. It's very very easy, and it's natural to get distracted in in these kind of scenarios. Uh, but how can you bring focus back? So uh, I was thinking about it. Uh, uh, so first of all, I would say, as an individual or as an organization or as a business, the first thing we should be uh, focusing on, or s- something we can explore is be patiently aggressive. So uh, I don't know if it's, it's a word or something out there, but uh, patiently aggressive is you should know wh- where you want to go and you should aggressively pursue that, but also have the patience because uh, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen really quick as it would have in, in a normal scenario, but you have need to have that patience but also you have to show the aggression. Uh, so if, you, if I give you an example, let's say uh, a, a business wants to, ex, uh, wants to expand out of their current geographic, right? Uh, maybe a business in North America, they want to expand in Southeast Asia or Africa or, or Europe, uh, yeah. go for it, plan for it, yeah. go and expand. But you might not be able to uh, get into the market that fast that you that you would have in, in a normal scenario, but you have to have that patience. And uh, the second thing is uh, when you when we talk about focus, uh, <clears throat> as, as we know, th- the world has already changed. Uh, we have we all have gone digital now. Uh, uh, everyone is wor- working, working from home it's, it's the new normal. Uh, and uh, and I don't think that 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 would be changing a lot after after we go after all this settles down. Uh, so this also gives us an opportunity to bring back focus by building new capabilities. I know, uh, like I said, people are struggling. We, it's, it's a challenging times, but it's also an opportunity to build those capabilities that will bring back the focus or, or focus on the goal that you want to achieve. Maybe uh, today as a business uh, or maybe before, uh, before COVID-19, right. you already had the business processes in place. You already had the had the resources in place. Now everything has changed, and uh, you're you're working online. You can't uh, reach your customer the way that you used to. So it's time to build those capabilities to still achieve those goals digitally now. And uh, the third thing to bring back focus or radically or, I mean, it, it's it's more of a supplement to that. Uh, because there's so much uncertainty and ambiguity in the, in the, in the environment, uh, we don't know what's going to happen. How many companies are going to bounce back after this? 
we're going to we're going to lose a lot of companies uh unfortunately that's that's an unfortunate situation for sure uh because some of them it's do or die situation either they Absolutely. do something or they'll they'll be gone forever Absolutely. which is very very unfortunate uh for those businesses uh to bring back the focus to stay focused it's also an opportunity to collaborate and partner with others mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and when you when you do that and uh, you become part of an ecosystem once that ecosystem is built the resilience you build the resilience in in your business as well so it would be easier for you to bounce back to get back on your feet and and then explore explore the world i love the resilience world this is a great opportunity to see uh, really if our businesses are prepared to the most severe crises and to mm-hmm. stay for the long term we have on the show companies like BASF who were uh, born on uh, 1850s or or something and they have been mm-hmm. through uh, the spanish flu world war 1 world war 2 and they are still here and they keep thriving and they keep scaling um, and to, and they 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 were able to survive the, the different crises and generations absolutely and and the only thing that i think is is consistent in that company is the name everything else must have changed over time right absolutely so so it's not the time to resist the change it's time to embrace the change love it uh, we we at fuji film we started with kind of 100% of their uh, revenues on uh, digital or photo photo imaging and now it represents 15% uh, of mm-hmm. their business which shows the complete transformation of the business from that time uh, onwards yeah and uh, in terms of going through going to the the second ingredient uh, world class leadership so this is the time where we need a, a team of teams organization we need mm-hmm. those swat teams those squad teams in place mm-hmm. Uh, are this kind of squad methodology aligned with the child principles and, oh, uh, and 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 how do you as you were saying some examples about that the coach should not play uh, or even in football or soccer as you said yeah. the coach is not allowed to get inside the the the, the game and and play with another uh, and yeah. and it will be um it he will have a penalty and will need to leave uh the stadium if he does that or if she does that so yeah. um so what are some of the principles that leaders can adopt and can learn from from agile to to lead their squad teams and their squad teams during covid-19 sure uh that's a i mean leadership is a hot topic nowadays uh people across the world are closely watching their leaders so i mean whether it's your country leaders your organization leaders or your team leaders uh but let's first understand what is a who is a leader uh we talk we'll talk about agile uh, in agile there's only one kind of leadership it's called servant leadership which is a coach uh, or not always a coach but everyone is a servant leader uh, yeah. so who is a leader so leader is a person uh, that puts their the interest of others over themselves so in a simple term uh someone who is selfless they think about others before before they think about themselves uh we also uh we also have to understand leadership is not just a just a title a person can have a leader in their title uh but that doesn't really make them a leader and i'm sure i'm sure most of us have seen that uh, uh people with leaders in their title uh so in the in a time like this that we're all in uh 
we can see the actual leadership at every level. Uh, I mean, I can, I can, I can, I can give you my my experience. Uh, so I, I'm working with the teams, uh, teams of teams. Uh, everyone on my team is a leader. They have shown that that trait of leadership uh, through different ways. Uh, I've seen my team members uh, uh, completely going out of their way to deliver uh, work equipments to other team members so that they can they they can avoid going out and uh, and avoid the exposure. So, so in the end, every uh, every uh, person uh, is a leader, and uh, and and the and the role of other leaders. I mean, if you talk about the senior leaders, is to empower everyone, is to empower and empower them in a way so that they can make those decisions. So also, I, I read somewhere uh, some companies or uh, a senior executive in some company uh, took a cut in their in their salary so that they can keep the people. So, so when you start thinking about your people first, uh, when you start sacrificing your own uh, own needs and wants for others, that that makes you a real uh, real leader, a, a world class leader, and all these stories are amazing. So to answer your question uh, around the agile, what agile talks about leadership and how can how can you make sure uh, uh, we have the we have the people that we need. Yeah. Uh, so it really comes down to the mindset uh, of the person and the behaviors that they showcase. So uh, to me, uh, a leader, or, or if we, if we think, start thinking from the agile perspective, a leader should respond to the situation, not react. Once you start responding, you take your time, you think through it, and, and there's no knee-jerk reaction. A, re a leader is uh, always show respect to others. Uh, to person, to ideas, and it's very flexible, like I said. And especially in this scenario, you have to be flexible, and then only you can embrace the change. Uh, right. And empathy plays a very important role when it comes to leadership. If you can't empathize uh, with the with the people that you're working with, uh, your peers, uh, then then you're not not a leader. You basically have a, I call it tribal mindset. Uh, you think mm -hmm. about yourself. Uh, you want to give directions and, and uh, tell them what to do. So, just like in from the coaching perspective, uh, or a leader is a coach, a lead, leader is a mentor, a leader is a teacher. Uh, but a leader is not someone who will micromanage people, uh, knowing that everyone is working from home. Uh, you don't you you don't see people physically. Right, and if you don't if you don't have this kind of mindset where you trust your people, you respect your people, you empower your people, you'll be struggling right now, sitting in your room, <laughs> thinking what the other person is doing at home, right? Uh, so it's it's a frustrating time for that kind of leaders for sure. But it's a uh, it's uh, for but the other leaders that we call the people with the right mindset, uh, they they are doing good. Uh, they're they're they. All they want to make sure is the people, the most important asset, right? So in any war time, the very first thing you do is you secure your most important asset, your high high value asset. That's how they put it. What is your high value asset? If you think your yeah, high value asset is your revenue right now, then I, I think you have to you have to think about it again. Your high value asset is are your people. So once you take care of your people, they will take care of your business, whether they're working from home or from anywhere else in the world. Did I answer your question? 
Absolutely, I, I love it. You 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 talking about some of the characteristics of world class leaders, and I I love it the way you phrased it. And uh, going to number three, which is also related with the world class leadership and radical focus, which is a culture of execution. So as you said, we are working from home nowadays, and some of the um, principles that we are all applying, uh, even in a more loyal way nowadays the dailies, the weeklies, the monthlies, the quarterlies, the all ends every single week. And I, I'm, I'm kind of uh, impressed about how difficult it was for me to uh, convince some teams to implement those kind of rhythms. And now they are themselves who are kind of starving and asking uh, their leaders to implement those. And our my job, COVID-19 helped me a lot to implement uh, these routines uh, in, in our companies. And I believe that Agile also um, helps a lot about creating those rhythms and, and creating uh, effective um, work work uh, or effective work environments and, and team building. Um, yes. So wh what are some of the Agile rhythms that helps teams to perform better? Yeah, so so like you said, Agile, I mean, we always talk about rhythms and cadence and bringing that exactly. predictability predictability into our system. So so that's I think that's one of the things that really helped us. Uh, so we work in an Agile environment. We, we're, uh, in order to implement these rhythms, you also need to have an open communication. Even when you're working digitally from home or you're co-located, this is how I put it. Uh, so when you're co-located, it's easy to have open communication. But, but now that you're working from home, most of the co-located teams, I call them now they're dislocated. But some <laughs> of the teams, but 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 some of the teams that have, uh, uh, that were very clear on the objectives, very clear on the vision and mission, uh, they're not dislocated, they're digitally co-located now. So, the teams have really empowered themselves. I mean, it's it's not just the team. I mean, team, of course, you need people that are committed, accountable, focused, but it's also the environment that, that the organization can create uh, to, to have these digitally located teams, provide them with the support, with the tools that they need to, to get the job done. So like I said, uh, we already, I mean, my teams, we already work in agile environment uh, and, uh, and we, we practice open communication. So there are no hidden secrets. So information information is readily available to everyone. Uh, uh, so it's not a push system. So agile, if you think from the agile perspective, it's not a push system. It's a pull system. So uh, I can I can pull the information whenever I need. It's I know it's available. I know where it is. So it's it's easy for me to to get my job done and maintain that rhythm, maintain that cadence of delivery and execution. Uh, so, like I said, uh, the very, very foundation of maintaining that rhythm and cadence of delivery and executing on your plans is to have that open communication. And when, uh, and over communication. So as a team, we should consciously make that decision of over communicating everything now that we are all working remotely. Uh, I put it this way, uh, a firefighter is never being criticized for using too much water. So, <laughs> exactly. So over communication, it doesn't hurt. It only makes things better. Uh, so initially, uh, uh, I'll give you, give you some example from my current uh, situation. So when we all started working from home initially, uh, 
what happened was uh, we started with having more regular sessions. We added more more sessions. I, I don't call them meetings uh, because meeting has this uh, negative uh, uh, annotation. Uh, yeah, to to it that oh, it, it, there's just one person speaking and the other one, others are just looking. But no. So we started having these more comprehensive, uh, more engaging session with everyone to understand where are the challenges and how can we solve them. And and those those sessions were very regular and frequent. And what, what helped us in that way, even though we were agile, we were already practicing a lot of principles and, 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 and best practices, but we also needed that, that uh, time to settle down into, into this new way of working. Uh, and this over-communication and this, uh, these regular sessions that really helped us to ramp up and get back to our normal. That was before uh, COVID-19. Even though the teams are digitally located now, uh, uh, but we are maintaining our rhythm. We are, we are delivering, we are focused because our vision is very clear. So we have to, one thing we can do uh, to make our teams successful is having a clear vision to them and, and having a, a realistic expectations from them. So this is something that as a leaders, uh, I'm talking about senior leadership in, a, in any organization, they can bring that in. They can bring that that clarity in this complex environment. Uh, they can they can uh, uh, they can add vision to it. Uh, so when uh, mm-hmm. vision comes, uh, the volatility uh, decreases. Right? There is no ambiguity. People are not confused anymore. So you have to bring that vision. You have to make sure that you communicate that vision and make sure that everyone understands it. There are no assumptions in in that vision. And, and and you can have eye clarity in a situation of life and death in in wartime. You can. It's much more complex to have clarity. But if you don't have clarity, you will not succeed in such a, a critical. Uh, no. Um, so this is how I see it. Uh, so there's a there's a principle called UCA. Uh, it stands at V U C A. So volatility, uh, uncertainty, complexity, ambiguity. So all these factors are so high right now. And it's a great opportunity for any leader to to, to to step up and 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 bring clarity into 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 the system. There's so much opportunity to bring clarity. There was there wasn't anything like this before. So we can do so much to bring that clarity for everyone that we work with. So if you bring in the clarity, the complexity factor would go down. So. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's great to see. And with the companies that I have the pleasure of advising, it's great to see that some of them have a huge problem in terms of attracting talent and retaining talent because they needed to send some of some of the new hiring or even the leadership team needs to be in the headquarters in a specific office. And nowadays, everything completely changes. So it doesn't matter where they are because they can't go to the office. So they need to operate remotely anyway. So now the talent pool is, uh, they have a much better talent pool and and the bigger talent pool available to help them uh, solve their problems and achieve their vision. So it's amazing to see how things completely change from one day to another. So the problem of distributed teams uh, stop it. So uh, yeah. we don't need to be all in the same place anymore. And this was a mental uh, blocker. <laughs> it, 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 no, honestly, it was a mental blocker until until this happened. Now, uh, uh, like I said, if you empower your team, if you provide that environment, it doesn't really matter where they are. 
yeah. if you trust your people if you if uh, if you know your people are committed or they're accountable then you don't have to worry about them you don't want to see them on a day to day basis you have to trust them you you know they're going to do it they're going to deliver it they're going to execute on it but at the same time you also have to like i said in the in the and previously that empathy plays a very important role so in these in these times uh, when everyone is working from home it's not a normal working from home conditions uh it's, it's we are we are in the middle of a pandemic and and we're trying to work from home so we have to set the set the right expectations with the with our folks as well we can't go on saying oh this is this is how much you're going to deliver because that's what we decided in in january or in december last uh previously before everything uh, when everything was normal but things have changed so we have also have to change our expectations and, and make sure that people are comfortable and they have the uh, they have the support they're comfortable they're confident uh, to to work but if we if we keep those previous expectations then then we, we are just uh, setting our people up for failures so empathy really plays an important role uh, in in this world right now to whether whether you're talking about the leadership or you're talking about the execution or delivery empathy has to be there got it and we come to the last question of the show and uh, one of our favorites which is if you would have the opportunity to meet raul when he started working on your career on agile what advice would you offer to your younger self oh that's a tough one uh, <laughs> uh so advice to my younger self uh uh one thing i would i would definitely tell the younger rahul is don't be too hard on yourself uh uh everything everything happens for a reason uh, like i said uh i started my career right after the uh financial crisis in 2008 uh, i've seen enough uh, uh um, i mean i'm i live in alberta canada i don't know if you know about it we we had some issues uh, also with the oil prices going down economy already was yeah. uh, kind of struggling and now more uh, because of pandemic it, it has taken into the head so i've seen enough of economic economic uh, issues already but the the thing i would say is everything happens for a reason and uh, don't for a, for a minute underestimate yourself uh you are uh, you're, you you got it you got it and you'll be fine and uh, you'll do good just believe in yourself and it's that would be my advice uh, to myself and to anyone else uh, just believe in yourself have that uh, have patience and 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 focus on, on your goals uh, you you'll you'll achieve it for sure love it so there it reminds me of an amazing quote that i'm repeating a lot these times which is don't wish it was easier wish you were better uh, it doesn't matter what happens to you it matters what you do about what happens uh, to you and uh, raul it was really a pleasure to have you on the show and thanks for making the time to share your career and your experience with us thank you mike it was a pleasure and honor uh, all the very best perfect Stay. and to you we keep bringing you the best of the best the best tools the best methodologies the best philosophies the best toolkits so you can thrive during covid-19 crisis and keep scaling so stay alfie and see you soon